Blog Talk Radio. on The Secret to Everything are not necessarily those of the host, the co-host, or our guest. All medical information given is for informational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose any disease or condition. Please see your medical doctor or qualified health practitioner if you have any further questions. And as always, thank you for listening. Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, N.D., CNH, is the best-selling author of the ebook The Secret to Everything, Manifesting the Life You Desire, now. Available on Amazon. She has practiced naturopathic medicine for over 20 years. She is a gifted intuitive, medium, empath, paranormal investigator, and remote viewer. She travels and gives classes and lectures across the country as well as taking limited private clients. Trained in many modalities of healing, Dr. Kimberly has been practicing energy healing exclusively for the last 10 years. Dr. Kimberly has the ability to raise your vibration in person or long distance, and as a result, change everything in your life for the better, forever. A gifted transformationalist, she has developed TEB, or Transformational Energy Balancing, in order to facilitate permanent and rapid healing in her clients. Her desire is to be your last healer. And now, the host of The Secret to Everything, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Hello, everybody. Good Wednesday evening to you. We have an amazing, amazing show planned, as usual. And I have the... I was trying to think of a new name for Walt. Um, I have the illustrious Mr. Walt with me, I hope. Are you there, Walt? I am. Thanks. <laughs> illustrious. That's a, that's a first. <laughs> I know. I have to think of. I run out of nice words sometimes. <laughs> you know, there's only so many nice words. We've done, like, lots and lots of shows together. So I can't, like, you know what the most ever you I love having my own show because I can kind of let loose a little and say whatever I want. Rather than being a guest on someone else's show, where you have to be really polite, and you know me yeah. well, I am. Are you there? <laughs> the the industry. Can you hear me? Uh, you you oh. skipped out for a little bit. You're breaking up. I don't know if that's a blog talk thing or, but we'll try, I'll try to clear the energy about that. But um, we're going to have a high energy show tonight. But one of my pet peeves in the telephone industry is when you get these emails, every single show host, every single day, you get like six emails and they say amazing, the most amazing. So I'm not going to call you amazing because like you can only call someone amazing so many times, you know. So anyway, you're allowed. <laughs> You're you're illustrious for tonight. Uh, I, and, I like um, humble. 
Combo that doesn't fit. Well, they can't call you things. They don't fit. I'm kidding. Well, it's very humble. He is probably one of the most humble people in this radio room at the time. Oh, thank you all. I'm glad you said that. I don't know why that triggered something, but um, it triggered me to open the chat room. So thank you. I I need a producer, Walt. You have to become the producer, or you have to, like, get the hero (laughs) back, or or we have to Uh put out a call for a volunteer producer, because... I always forget to do, like, the most obvious things. Okay, so we got the chat room open, so you guys can come on in the chat room and chat if you'd like. Um, and Walt can probably find his way there. He did last week, so maybe Walt will chat with you if you're really lucky. But I'd like to introduce yeah. our I, I have to find how to get on a chat room again. <laughs> uh, alrighty. <laughs> you did last time. You were yeah, in there. Yeah, showed up. We had a bunch of people in there, too. Um, I don't know. So we have a surprise co-host this evening, and uh, she's a good friend of mine, and I hope she'll become a good friend of you guys, too. Um, we're just going to, we, we're first name basis, TJ, so we're going to introduce you as Miss TJ. Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me, Kimberly? Yes, I can. I hear. I think I hear you louder and clearer than me or Walt. <laughs> well, you are kind of, uh, you are kind of breaking up. So I hear Walt yeah. uh, loud and clear. Hi, Walt. I'm TJ. Hi, TJ. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice it's, to meet you. My, I feel like I already know you. My diabolical plan. Yeah, so um, TJ's going to help us with the hosting duties. So I kind of wanted to go over a little bit before we dig into something, um, what the episode's going to be about. The first part, we're going to chat about some things. And one of the things we're going to chat about is PTSD, which is kind of a hot topic. It's a hot topic in the alternative healing world, but it's a hot topic in the world at large, especially with the movie that recently came out. What was that, American Sniper? Did any of you guys see that? No, I didn't see it, but I know about it. it. Did you see it, Walt? Yes, it was totally awesome. Awesome. Was it? Oh, well, I know that that kind of, I know that the main character, and well, I guess he's not a character, <laughs> the person that that movie was based on or about, um, I think, you know, I don't think he comes out and says that, but obviously I believe he suffered, maybe he does, but he suffered from, you know, one form of PTSD. That's one of the things we're going to talk about. There's many forms. But um, I think we'll just open the discussion with, I think TJ knows a little bit about PTSD, at least from more of the conventional medical side. So did you want to share a few things, TJ? Sure. Um, from my background with PTSD, it's just working with a few clients, um, females who have gone through that in emotionally abusive relationships. Um, that's a little outside of what I think we typically think of PTSD, which like American Sniper, we do think about it if you've been in combat. Um, people who have been through some sort of disasters, child abuse, sexual abuse, serious accidents, um, natural disasters um, as well. So anyway, you know, that's kind of the traditional things that we think about with PTSD um, and trauma. Um, what else, what would you like, where would you like me to lead on that? There's lots I can talk about. Well, why don't you go over, if you have any statistics, if you don't, that's fine, but why don't, um, do you have a list of some of the symptoms that present as PTSD or, you know, um, how is it diagnosed? You know, anything, you know, what would lead someone to think that they might have? 
Sure, perfect. That's great. Um, perfect. Some That's of great. Uh, a few some little stats I'll throw out there. About sixty percent of men. These are American statistics. And fifty percent of women experience at least one traumatic event. And I'm sure some of us have sure experienced more than that. But from that, what the statistics say is that eight percent of men and twenty percent of women will develop PTSD from some sort of traumatic event. And some of the symptoms that we're talking about um, are re if you if you find yourself reliving the event, so they call that re-experiencing. But if you keep reliving that event. If you are avoiding you are situations that remind that you of the traumatic event you experience, um, if you find yourself changing, you're changing your beliefs, changing your feelings, um, that's a that's a really big uh, symptom, as well as feeling keyed up. They call that hyper arousal. But are you um, always on alert? That's a big thing with um, uh, soldiers who have been in combat. That's one of the number one symptoms that they will find with them is this hyper arousal. Uh, so those are the those are those are the main symptoms that if you go on to um, if you look at some of the main websites you'll see that for symptoms. Do you, oh I watched the uh, American Sniper movie and um, towards the end the guy was in denial about his condition. Um, do you find that that's uh, something that other people go through too that they're in denial of of the changes that they've gone through? Oh, I believe that. And I think sometimes you can go through um, uh, avoidance. Um, you're just avoiding the issue. You don't talk about it. And I find that working with clients who have gone through, a, like, emotional uh, abusive relationships, you just avoid it. You just don't deal with it. You don't go there. And you don't want to talk about it. And, you know, from the perspective of the American sniper, I didn't see the movie, but I think that that is a common – I don't have that problem. And that's probably common with other – if we talk about other, uh, uh, I don't want to say, um, what do I want to say, uh, challenges, problems, challenges, other than problems, PTSD, other than um, PTSD, people don't want to admit to having. Don't want to admit to having. Hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, that brings yeah, up yeah, bring valid points where, valid uh, points where uh, I would help, I was doing some, like, help. Yeah. Helping some people who were going, going through some bad situations, bad relationships, you never wanted to talk about what was going on, and I never really thought of it I as some really type of, uh, uh, of uh, uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome. A lot of times with trauma, you can, if you have a traumatic event, and not everyone will know that you've experienced a traumatic event, you can, you can, after three months, if you're not, not out of that situation or out of the symptoms that I've just described, if you're still irritable about it, that's when you need to start seeking help. Um, but it, oftentimes those can just kind of go away. We work ourselves out of the situation. Um, hopefully we have support with friends. But if you're talking about something that's three months longer or if it's disturbing your work life, your personal life after three months, that's when it starts tiptoeing into the PTSD. I think that's a really good point. When I was really young, I dated an older man. Now it seems I date younger men. But anyway, I was dating. Go, girl. No comments. No comments. From the Phoenix <laughs> I was dating a guy, and um, he would, and this is true, so he would, I would wake up in the middle of the night, 
And he would be walking around the room mumbling weird things. And I was kind of young and naive. I mean, I was very young, probably like 21, 22. And, and I thought, what the heck is going on? But he had fought in the Korean War. And he would have these flashbacks of I don't know what. And he would, like, have waking, like, sorry, you guys. My son, I think my daughter's calling me. Hold on. Hopefully she'll get the message. Um. what do you call it, sleepwalking or sleep dreaming or something where he would walk around and he would be, like, reliving, like, his eyes were blank. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it was scary. It was really scary. But come to find out, anyway, that relationship didn't last long because I thought he was totally crazy. And he was diagnosed, he ended up being diagnosed with PTSD. So, um, anyway, so it definitely does, I'm sorry, this better be like a, Federal emergency. I love how I have the phone so I can call in, but my daughter keeps calling. Okay, so um, anyway, that's my experience with it directly. Not directly as far as me, but I've been in an abusive relationship. And um, you can, I think you can have PTSD, like didn't you mention this to TJ, from domestic violence or from childhood abuse or from um, witnessing a murder or from so many different things. Well, you can, and some of the uh, the stories from our cultures that come back is that maybe they weren't exactly involved in an incident, but they um, observed an incident, and they observed someone being killed. They observed large quantities of disaster. So even though they might not have specifically been involved in that, just observing that. One, and one of the reasons why I love talking to Kimberly about that is that there's traditional you know, methods to treat that with psychotherapy and medication. But Dr. Kimberly brings a different perspective that really piqued my interest in terms of PTSD. You want to talk about that, Kimberly? Well, my perspective is, you know, I have energy and I pull up people's holographic energy templates. So I see the auras and I see the other energy bodies of the person and I read energy differently than, than you know, kind of like figuring it out from the symptoms. And so what I see when in people consistently, um, and I talk to a lot of people that have PTSD, in the energy field I see a couple things. Oftentimes um, the first couple layers of the energy field will curl in upon each other, like it kind of in a self-protection way. So, so it's almost like um, the person begins to hide or become numb. Um, is how I would interpret that energy. Also, it becomes very holy, almost like, you know, it's funny that a lot of PTSD, we automatically associate it with war because the energy field is literally very holy, like it's been violated literally repeatedly uh, in different places. And a lot of times it's around the heart area, it's in the back of the neck area, it's in a lot of different areas consistently. But the point is, I think that's very interesting energetically that it matches some of the emotional type symptoms that people describe when they have this. The numbness is a big thing. That big I, thing. It's interesting that, that, interesting that you observe that, that in the energy field because that's part of one of the symptoms of PTSD is just PTSD being numb. Is just being just numb. numb. Right. I mean, I know that is, you know, and depressed and anxious and jumpy and paranoid. I mean, there's a lot. A lot of them are psychological, emotional. 
but people also have, you know, physical symptoms too, I know, that go along with it. Like their stomachs are messed up and different things. So it's really interesting. But one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this, you know, wasn't really to jump on the bandwagon, just because I've seen and I talked to so many people that have this and still have not found relief, you know, whether with medication, maybe it's health. And I always advise, just like the disclaimer says, that you seek medical advice, but it's your body, doctors work for you, the pharmaceutical companies work for you, it's your body, it's your right to seek alternative treatment until you find a solution that works for you. And for some, it's psychological help, for some, it's medical help, for some, it's alternative healers or energy work, and for some, it's a combination of all of the above. So we're just offering that there are options and there are things that you may not have considered and energy work has been proven to be very effective in relieving some of the symptoms of PTSD and there's a lot of people that deal with it. Now, I felt led and the reason I brought this up is because it's the first time that I've created a product that um, I'm going to allow to be distributed freely without charge and this is this new PTSD frequency um, track that I've created. And it has about 60 different elements to it. It has all kinds of things that help moderate the symptoms and the different energy bodies, the emotions, the mental components, and the physical components of PTSD. Now, what makes this different? I know there's some other healers that have offered frequency programs or frequency tracks for PTSD. What makes this different is these are actual frequencies of actual things. So, there may be the frequency, I'm going to give you some examples of chamomile to help calm the nerves and to help you sleep. That would be an example of one thing that's in it. And I'm not going to list everything that's in it because it's a proprietary thing that I put together with my own knowledge by myself, but this has actual frequencies. So um, at this point in the program, and I'm going to let it run. loading stuff up but um without a producer but i'm pretty impressed with myself but so right now i've started playing the ptsd frequency so as you listen to this program it's so weird because i feel it i feel it come in like a coat it feels like somebody just put a coat on me energetically but it should be very comforting and it'll start helping balance out people and people that have experienced this in their energy field so you may start to feel energy move because i just started that track it's about three or four minutes, and I'm going to actually let it play during this part of the program, no matter what else we go on to talk about. But um, anyway, I'm, this is going to be available in my package on Shafali. It'll be the first time I introduce it publicly. But like I said, it's going to be open distribution. You can use it on your blogs. You can use it in your videos. You can use it in your radio shows. You can use it for your personal use. You can pass it out to 75,000 people. I don't care what you do, as long as you credit me as the creator and preferably list my website, although that's not a must. I'm happy. Open distribution, first product I've ever felt led to do that with. I just think it's such a huge thing, and there's so many people that are so traumatized in many different ways that I wanted to help in whatever way I could. So I'm really excited about it. Well, I think it's beautiful, well, think it's Kimberly, beautiful. That you're Kimberly, that offering you're that as an open distribution. I'm so impressed with I'm you on, so many, impressed on many levels, but that is just a beautiful gift. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, well, you're so sweet. <laughs> um, no, you know, um, and I know a lot of people have, too. I have some friends that are in the field that have also offered products. And it, actually, I know three people for sure that have done open distribution on the same type of product. And I think it's neat that everybody we can all join together in our own way with our own abilities and our own skills and contribute to the greater good. So I applaud everybody okay. that, um, okay. you know, does that. 
is there a way to um, do we have to listen to Shafali uh, on the 15th and we'll talk about that later but is that the only way that we can get to that or are you offering it in another way I'll probably um, put it I'm actually going to put it in when I when we talk about the free 21 day frequency mail out I'll put it in there as a free product as a free gift just because it's new and I wanted to get out there and be distributed as much as possible there will be a musical version as well as you know right now I'm playing the silent version but there will be, oh, it'll be two versions. You can pick the musical version or the silent version and, um, you know, play it however often you want. One thing I offer that's different, again, from other people who do this kind of work, is I offer a suggestion of exactly how long because different people have different levels of trauma and stress. And so not everyone would need to play this, like, 24-7. You know, they may want to play it before they go to bed to relax because it has a lot of things that would be very helpful for relaxing and sleep. Or they may want to play it when they get up so they can have, like, a calmer day. Or, or, But one of the things I do, and, and I will do, if people write to me at um, support at KimberlyMcGeorge.com, I'll tell you based on your um, energy field, because I'm, like, really, really good at AK, applied kinesiology. I've t- taught basic classes. I've taught advanced classes. So I can really quickly use AK and tell you what would be good for you. So if you want a specific recommendation of, first of all, recommendation for how long you would listen to it. I'll do that for no charge if you want to write me. Okay, I don't want like 100,000 people writing me though. So hopefully I won't get distributed too fast, TJ. <laughs> well, no, I just sent it out to, so to the 10,000 people on my mailing list to contact you right now. So I hope that's okay. <laughs> oh, great. Thank you. And I'm sorry, you guys. I know you guys keep saying I'm breaking up, but it's Obviously, if anyone knows anything about Blog Talk Radio, it's kind of dicey. You get what you get. And so, obviously, I'm running through Skype, so it's probably a Skype or Blog Talk Radio issue. So, I apologize. Um, I I don't know. I'm just not that great at Blog Talk Radio to know. I'm afraid if I hang up, like the show will end because I can't figure out how to hang up, um, it wouldn't let me call back in. But anyway, that's my little sad story about breaking up. So, I apologize. We'll try to clear the energy. It also could be because I've been kind of on fire all day. And I don't know, Well, you might have some contribution on this. I think the energy yesterday and today, planetary-wise, has been really wacky. And I don't know what you guys thought about that, but we can kind of talk about that for a second. Yeah, I agree. The energy yeah, has been energy really has crazy been with, really with, with, with the way people have been acting. And have been acting and it's just been it's been interesting, interesting to say the least. Well, I'm just sitting back and waiting for everything to clear. I hear that. I mean, it's been just really, really strange. What do you uh, do? You have any thoughts about that, TJ? Gosh, I think that um, events in my personal life have been accelerating at a rapid speed. And I think Walt has the best idea just to step back and let it go. I think I've been connecting with it a little too much. But, yeah. And, you know, I, I also feel um, a little bit more intuitive now more than, than usual. So I don't know if that has anything to do with energy changes as well. Well, I would agree with that, Walt. I've certainly been um, experiencing that on a personal level myself, so I'm glad you pointed that out. That's really interesting. Now, we have a caller, and Walt, do you know, I don't know if this is 
um, our next guest, which I'm excited to introduce. But um, you know what I feel like? I feel like playing that frequency track again because it made me feel really good. So I'm doing that for me, <laughs> just so you guys know. Um, so don't blame me if anything wacky happens because I've, like, overplayed the PTSD track during the show. <laughs> but um, I don't know if this is your caller, well, or – I was it's probably her, yes. It's probably her, yes. Is it? It's 727 now, or yes? Do you think that's her? Um, yeah, yes. Um, yeah, you find yeah. out if it's her. I don't. I want to introduce her properly before I bring her on, so I didn't just want to be like, hey, do you have a question or comment? And she's like, wow, that was a nice introduction, you know. So, well, I guess we can kind of transition. Um, actually, before we do that, Instead of waiting till the end of the show, because I feel like the energy is going to kind of take over, we're going to go to some interesting places. TJ, why don't we go over what's coming up in the next week now before we introduce our next guest? Well, not only are well, the only energies are intense, energy uh, intense, so is Dr. Uh, Kimberly's so schedule Kimberly in the next week. The next week. So, <laughs> so, Dr. Kimberly has three really big events coming up in the next week or so. And on Friday the 10th, on Friday you can 10th, hear her on the Tony Ballin Show. That's blogtalkradio.com backslash healing from within Tony. Is it Ballin, Kimberly? Yeah, I believe so, yes. Okay, so that's... Friday the tenth, Sunday the twelfth, you're on KX935 with the amazing Greg Friedman. That's who. And I have to wait. wait, I have to stop you. I have to stop you because Greg and Walt knows this, right? Walt, Greg was on our show like two years ago, three no, three years ago. Walt, he was on the show like three years ago, and he is the biggest sweetheart in the world. He has the biggest heart. So. I am so excited to be on his show. That is going to be a great show. He's a great facilitator. He actually just, I think the week before I was on, I think he interviewed Kanash Desai. So he's a hes a big player. He's a player out. He has amazing people on his show. So I'm really excited and honored to be asked on his show. So I just wanted to add that. Go ahead. Well, and you are well, an amazing person, so it makes person, sense that so you'll be on there. And that information is also on Dr. Kimberly's Facebook page. Um, on Monday the 13th, she's on the X-Zone Radio and TV with Rob McConnell. That's X-Zone Radio TV. Dot com. And she's going to round it out with a telesummit on the 15th, Awaken to Happiness with Shafali Burns. And that's Awaken to Happiness Now. And Dr. Kimberly just talked about introducing her frequency tracks on that, with that offering she'll be doing that day. So um, you can also go to KimberlyMcGeorge.com to sign up for the newsletter or go to her Facebook page and like Dr. Kimberly McGeorge or friend Kimberly McGeorge. What else do you want me to say, Kimberly McGeorge? I don't know. You can just keep saying nice things about me, and I'll hang up. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Uh, so Kimberly uh, offers to do a thousand frequency personal frequency tracks. Again, do that. You go to support at KimberlyMcGeorge.com. You're so funny. All right. Um, You're so well, great. I think You're I, so have, great. I have your guest. Oh, I, I like how I caught. The only reason I'm calling her Wild's guest, she's our guest. But I'm calling her Walt. <laughs> <laughs> mine. I, I, so, I'm making me laugh. Um, it, Walt is very gracious. It has a lot of connections, and he very graciously found this amazing guest. So I'm very excited to have her on. I don't mean to keep calling her Walt's guest, but 
but I am going to have Walt introduce. Are you okay with introducing her in a minute? Because yeah, sure. I figured out the other yeah, person sure. is not her. So um, I'm going to grab and see if this other person would like to talk about any of the randomness, PTSD, random babbling of mine, my daughter calling, whatever you got. We'll see what this call, if this caller would like to uh, uh, have a question or comment. So Erica, 727, you're on the secret to everything. Hello. 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 Hi. Did you have a question or comment? Um, I was just calling in to listen. I'm sorry, you cut out. We're having some audio issues tonight. Can you repeat that? I was just calling in to listen. She was just calling in to listen. Calling in to listen. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Walt has a new job. I, I, everybody's cutting out, yeah. I know. It's interpreter for Dr. Kim, Kimberly. It's Walt's new job. I think it's blog talk and the energy, the planetary. Wouldn't you agree, Walt, that it's probably blog talk? <laughs> yes, I, I, yeah. it's blog talk, yeah. it, It's definitely so, blog talk <laughs> and energy. Because you keep cutting off, and I heard TJ cut off, so you guys are trying to make me feel really crazy like it's just me, but... You're cutting out too, Mr. Walt. So yeah, um, I'm getting a lot of echo uh, that I can hear from myself and, from and myself. everyone else, except for everyone you. Else, except for you. Um, you're not getting echo from me. Yeah, you're you're, you're the only one that. You're, you're, you're the only one that. Echo <laughs> everything. Um, Okay, well, you can go ahead and introduce your amazing guest if you'd like. Okay, she on now? Okay, she on now? She is on hold. I'm going to put her on when you introduce her. Okay. All right. Um, this All right, is a, um, a friend of mine. A friend uh, we of mine. met actually uh, we met a Twitter actually, friend. Uh, a Twitter friend. And we became Facebook friends. And Facebook she friend, happened to be from Hawaii. And from Hawaii. She and was in Philadelphia area. So we decided to meet. She, meet. she is a religious. She is a religious. Like, she's written. Uh, many written, books on, uh, the many paranormal, books on the paranormal, on psychic defense, on psychic and defense, angels, and demons, and how to recognize that stuff as well. Um, she's a, um, she's a, a published author, and she's very good at what she does. And it is a Geraldine Think All right, we'll bring her on. And we do have another caller, too, we'll get to in a few minutes. In case you're calling in area code 361, we will get to you. Um, welcome to The Secret to Everything. Thank you so much for being on. Aloha. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Oh, I love that. That makes me so jealous. That makes me want to go to home. You're you're from or But you don't know where I'm living right now. I'm living in Maine. Oh, I'm living in Maine. Oh, that's even better. I love Maine. I almost moved there. We have a show yes. where we where we talk yes. about. Do you remember Walt that um, we had another guest who was a pretty well known psychic, and she said um, she thought I would be moving to Maine for the light. She said the light would be really good for me. So that's really interesting. I love Maine. That's wonderful. Well, I love it too. Um, I love it too. Walt, since you know your guests a little bit better than we do, do you want to uh, start the discussion? Um, sure. Uh. Uh, Gerald, sure. uh, now you you uh, have Gerald, been you, involved you have in been some guess some, some paranormal situations where people are not people are properly protected psychically. Would you be able to tell us how someone might be able to protect themselves? Protect themselves. 
Okay. Okay. I'm wondering if everybody's I'm wondering hearing if the echo. Everybody's hearing the echo. <laughs> yes, I, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm sorry. Like I said, I think it's just Black Pack Radio and the energy tonight. I, I don't know. Um, sometimes the better and more important the show is. Walt knows weird and wacky things happen on this show, right? Well, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. We are suffering from we solar flares right now and major astrological events, I'll say. So I'm sure that's adding to so it. I'm sure that's adding to it. Okay. So I'll just try and speak so slowly so and speak over myself. Speak over myself. <laughs> Okay, so the question okay, was so the question was how do you protect yourself? You protect uh, is yourself? it a broad uh, question or are you speaking about in certain situations? It's more of I a mean, because I have a book about it. So Yes, I know you do. Book <laughs> <of information. laughs> um I would say how about this? How about psychic protection against energy vampires? How's that? People who who constantly drain you of energy. Okay, there's different types of energy vampires. There are those people who do it and know that they're doing it, so they're conscious. There's people who don't realize that they're doing it. They're unconscious energy vampires. And then there's unseen energy vampires. So that would be more um, situational or entity attachment, spirit attachment, that kind of thing. So the first type would be, so first type would be unconscious. unconscious, and that is the most common. When you go to the mall and you come home and you're just absolutely exhausted from being around so many people, if you're open and you're an empath or even if you're sick, it doesn't matter. Someone unconsciously hooks in, they take your your energy. There's two ways to combat, two ways to combat that, regardless of the type of energy vampire you're dealing with. The first is the to first shield is yourself to and shield block yourself them from hooking in. The most common way would, common be, way would be doing the white light meditation, meditation. visualization, visualization, where you actually put an where energetic shield, put around energy around you yourself. shield around you yourself. And I have a an audio online at holisticuniversity.org. Holistic is spelled with a W. Um, where I have an audio back for free for people to listen to so they can utilize that for themselves. The second way would be to flow energy so that you're never depleted. So that if you allow spirit to come through you, and you're just gathering you're energy just gathering from energy the universe, universe and just flowing it through so you're not holding on to it, then you're always full. And that takes a little more practice. So you're pulling it down into yourself. Or up from the, from the ground also. You could take it, take it from... It from, from Gaia, but I find Gaia, it most effective to pull it down. Huh. Then there are also a different gemstones you could use to block, like Peridot, like which, which is August's first stone, August first stone. 
It's that green, pretty green stone. Not terribly expensive, but very, very effective. Very, very effective. Ruby is also very effective, as well as hematite. So I'm done. So I'm done. <laughs> well, that was that was very well, that helpful. Was very uh, helpful. Uh, I have so, a question on this mm-hmm. subject before you like we go on to a totally different topic. Um, what about people that are really? Is this the same thing? People that are really, really good at using energy, not necessarily necessarily to draw energy from other people, but to attack other people or create havoc with other people's lives or energy fields. What would you say? Would it be the same recommendations that you just gave us for people that are very masterful, like a higher level of like energy manipulation? Would that be your same recommendations of what to do? If it's low level, yes. If it's more aggressive, then you need to be more aggressive. And being more aggressive would be to do something like a reversal. So that you're not just deflecting the energy because then there's fallout. It can hurt other people or hit other people. You want to direct it back to whoever's sending it. I call it something. You're something them. So that they get like a pop on the head so they know not to do that to you. Oh. Yeah. The other thing to do... There's ways to make your energy very large so you can become intimidating. And it also makes your energetic a bit more slippery and more difficult to manipulate for them. So they generally will back off. Because they're like bullies. You stand up to a bully and they generally believe you alone. That's a good point. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that was actually pretty good. Um, so, so someone who, who you would have to know who that person is that's sending you negative energy. No, you do not have to know. Okay. You can, when you do a reversal, you just direct the energy to go back to its master. Now, sometimes I... If I don't want to, if I feel like someone's sending me negative energy, I basically hide myself. So I, I imagine myself in a like a black or invisible cloak, and I just cover myself up, right? So that that energy can't can't find it, and it gets kind of lost wherever it's going. Right. Right. Yeah, you could do that also where you're. I don't want to say deflecting it. You can make yourself really small. You can make yourself so it can't find you as quickly or as readily. I'm just more aggressive than you are. I'm probably more aggressive than both of you. Um I was going to mention before you guys go on or before we all go on, and TJ, you're welcome to jump in here, too. You've been awful quiet. I think she went to get some ice cream or something. But um, the number is 347-539-5277. If you'd like to call in and ask Walt a question, TJ a question, me a question, 
or our beautiful and lovely guests we're so appreciative of. I'm sure she will entertain your question, um, especially as well. And she, I just want to mention, I don't know if Walt covered it. I didn't kind of, I don't know. I know you guys are saying you're getting an echo. I'm not getting an echo. So I know she's very skilled. She does a lot of the same things, and she plays in a lot of the same arenas I do. So I know she's skilled in the paranormal, and she does energy healing, and she knows about the chakra system, and um, she's psychic. So I know she's multi multi-talented so you know we can talk about some of those areas or if you have a question about some of those areas i feel she'd be very happy and qualified to answer that am i correct thank you thank you yes yes okay. and my name is Geraldine. Yes, thank you <laughs> just so we have it out there have it out um, there um we are getting a really bad echo when walt and i speak you know, that's so funny, and I'll be curious to hear the recording, because, mm -hmm. like, to my ear, I hear you guys perfectly fine. I don't hear any of you have an echo. Um, if you guys want to hang up and call back, that's fine. Um, you know, maybe you guys can do that. I don't know if it'll help or not, but it could, possibly. Um, I am going to do that. I am going to do that. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, I just wonder if it'll still happen, but uh, we can try. Yeah, I'll call right back. Yeah, I'll call right back. Okay, thank you. Walt, don't hang up until she's back. That's what I was going to suggest to you. That's what I was going to suggest to you. Okay. I'm so, just going to get um, some ice cream out with TJ. Ice, <laughs> that was TJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. TJ, are you there? I am here. I'm just I'm taking notes down from what Geraldine is saying. Down. Oh. Geraldine is saying. I have a question. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay um, let me see here. She is again. Let me bring her back on. Geraldine, are you there? Aloha. 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 Is that, aloha. aloha again. Is that any better? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Okay. That's no, it's not. Right. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Oh, shoot. Um, that's okay. Well, do you want to hang up? And I don't think yeah, it's you know, going to Yeah, you know, I'm going to hang up. I'm going to back on my cell phone with that difference. difference. Okay, that's fine. All right, bye. All right, bye. Okay, bye. All right. We're playing so, revolving phones. Yeah, so, and I'm trying to keep up with the board. I'm not used to not, like I said, having a producer um, right now. So, Geraldine, would you mind telling us about one of your most interesting paranormal experiences you've ever had in your entire life? Wow. Um, wow. Um, what do you... Consider interesting. Are you looking for scary? Are you looking for odd? Or are you looking for whatever interesting means? So I'm sure it will all be interesting to the audience and to us. So um, you know, okay. scary or odd, either either one. Um. um all right. So interesting. Right, so I would interesting, say. I would say. I had a client who was being stalked. By what appears to be huge cat, and basically what would happen is she would have recordings on her answering machine that sounded like these cats talking to her. They were meowing and making all these different sounds. And she couldn't identify what they were. And it happened over the course of years. She moved. Uh, she would be at her boyfriend's house, and it would call. 
she changed her name. I mean, it was like a, a stalking situation. She never did see them, but everywhere she went, the phone would ring and these cats would be on the phone. So she brought me the recordings, or some of the recordings, and we had them analyzed. And the best guess we could get uh, from an expert, I forget what college we went to, they said they were large cats like the size of a lion. An African lion. Wow. Yeah, it was wild. And you could hear three of them, and you could hear them having, like, one would talk into the phone. It was wild. And then you'd hear these two talking in the background, and they would talk to the guy on the phone, and he would, like, turn away and, and say something to them and then would repeat something back to her. And it was a language. Um, we never did figure out what they were saying. Basically, the the hit that I got on, she came to me because uh, she got a reading from me to try and figure out what it was because I was involved with a um, MUFON group at the time. And what I got was that it was an ET situation and that basically they recognized her soul as being from ancient Egypt and that, um, you know, they just were dropped by one to say hi and couldn't figure out why she kept running away from them. So that was interesting. <laughs> hi, Gerilyn. This is TJ. I'm co-hosting with Walt um, tonight. And I uh, I have a quick question for you. I, I read mm-hmm. um, the book Kimberly sent to me that you'd written, and mm-hmm. I, I wondered if you could speak a little bit about the Ouija board. I would not allow a Ouija board in my home when my, when my children were younger, and I mm-hmm. And I just had my own innate sense that that was not something that I wanted to even entertain in my home. And right. you really talk about it from, you know, your your professional perspective on that. And I, I was wondering if you could just toss around some um, examples of that or speak to that a little more. Sure. Um, I think I talked about that in Paranormal Activity, What Are You Dealing With? And basically it came up, I might have done it in, in the second Paranormal book, but it came up because there are a lot of instances where I need to go into a home where there's a lot of activity because it's been woken up by a Ouija board or spirit board is the actual name. Ouija is the professional name that uh, the toy company uses. And basically what that does is it just attracts whatever's close by. It doesn't really target. You don't know what you're talking to. It's not even you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know what you're talking to. It'll just attract whatever's Mm -hmm. close by, and you'll get, you know, it may or may not know about you. It may or may not know about anything, uh, depending on what you're drawing in, but you're definitely not drawing in anything that is from the higher realm because they don't hang out in your bedroom waiting to play the Ouija. If they want to connect with you, they're going to connect with you. So it's usually lower forms like ghosts, um, demonics, earth spirits sometimes will mess with them. But it's it's usually not anything that you want to be talking to or you want to be waking up or, or conversing with. So the example you, you used that. in the yeah. the example that you used in your book was um about uh some college girls. Oh, yeah. And I thought, that oh, that just sounded so familiar. And I remember growing up, you know, one of my friends had a Ouija board, and I just just intuitively did not want to participate in that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, and the, the thing and, is, like, the spirit board can be very useful if you know how to use it. But most people play with it, and they, they don't know what they're doing. They have no idea. And that's where the problem is, because they're not protecting themselves. They're not calling in a specific um, entity or person to speak with. They're not. And if they do call in something specific, they don't know how to tell whether they're talking to that or not. So there's a whole process that went into using these tools that people have forgotten and that they don't learn, and they so they just really don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's where the danger lies, is because they don't know. Mm-hmm. I think so. that's are there really other things? Are, are, are there other things that kids do? I'm, not, I'm focused on kids right now, or you know, young adults that kind of they they follow down a path that they think might be fun, but it actually could cause them harm, like using a Ouija board to call in some, you know, deceased rock star. And yeah. that's not all. That's not at all what they get. But are there other things that you know that seem innocent on the surface, but really are not? Oh, I, one thing that terrifies me when I go into the bookstore and there's all these spell books, and girls and boys will do like love spells and charms and elixirs and things like that. A love spell is a binding spell, and what people don't realize is a binding spell is binding that you're stuck with that. So uh, you might think Johnny's really cool today, but then when he starts slobbering all over, he won't leave you alone, and you want to get away from him, and he becomes a stalker because you bound yourself to him or bound him to you, there's an issue. But they don't look at those kind of things. They think it's, oh, I want Johnny to like me, so I'm going to do this love spell, and I'm going to put this potion in his drink, or I'm going to do this or that. It's magic. And it is energy manipulation like you had spoken about, and it's uh-huh. bad. It's not good. Anytime you're manipulating somebody else's emotions, it is not good. Mm-hmm. Or that you're attempting to violate their free will, then it becomes, yeah. you know, more of a, you know, you're going against universal law and code for other people's highest good. And um, right. a lot of these things that we teach on this show and that you may teach in what you mm-hmm. teach Carolyn, is it's to be used, you know, um, for light, and it, right. sometimes it's not. That's just that's just a fact, but it, it is intended to be used for the highest good for mankind and, and all individuals and not to use it for, I hate to say personal gain because then we get into the whole, you know, everyone watched Charmed and they heard them rattle yeah. on about personal gain for years and years, but, I mean, there's truth yeah. to that, isn't there, Carolyn? Mm-hmm. Well, there is there's there's a way to do things because you don't know what's for you don't always know what's for your highest good or someone else's. So if you're praying, even if praying for somebody, you want to pray for their highest good or the greatest good of all is usually what I say because everybody's interconnected. So when you're doing casting a love spell because you like Johnny and you want Johnny like you. Well, maybe in five years you're supposed to fall in love and get married and have kids. But because you're doing this now, you're ruining that whole timeline. You're just destroying it. And personal gain is tricky because people talk about personal gain and they they assume that means that people who are spiritual cannot be wealthy. And I don't believe that. Uh I believe that 
we are all meant to be prosperous, and there's plenty to go around, and there's no reason why anyone should be starving unless it's in their contract, their soul contract, where they agree to come and go through certain things for their learning, for whatever reason. I have a lot of memory of a lot of different lifetimes. I can remember dying in the gutter, being a seven-year-old little boy and freezing to death and the water washing over me. I was on cobblestones and horses' hooves were dangerously close to my face and dying there and my body laying there and nobody even noticing. And it was Joan, very... I, Go ahead. I have a quick question for you. And I, and I mean, uh-huh. But um, on... on um, What's your opinion on uh, pendulum boards? Do you think that there's some connection say, between that and Ouija thing, boards or no? It's it's the same thing. It's When you're using a pendulum, okay, there's a couple different theories on pendulums. Some people believe that the pendulum is your unconscious. Why you would want to talk to your unconscious, I have no idea. Um, other people believe that you're talking to spirit or a spirit. To me, the same thing applies. Before you do anything, before you meditate, before you call in anything and ask any questions, before you draw a deck of tarot cards, before you do anything, you need to center yourself, bathe yourself in the white light, which is pure, unconditional love of the universe, its universal source, and raise your vibration so that you're talking to the higher levels who can see the whole picture. So I don't care whether you're using a pendulum or a tarot deck or scrying or TVs or whatever you're doing. You have to have your vibration at a level where you know who you're talking to and it's a higher source. Those two. Like a ghost can't see further than you can see. So I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, really, really good, too. Um, we have a caller, I think, that might have a question. Area code 631 631- do you have a question or a comment? Hello. But, hello? Hi. Hi. Do you have a question or comment? <laughs> yes. Are you doing readings? No. Um, I'm just that's up to Geraldine. I'm not going to do any readings. If Walt and Geraldine want to answer questions, that's up to them. Do you guys want to do a reading? I'm not going to do a reading. All right. I can't. So I'm you're not, not going to do one, Carolyn. No, I'm hearing too much echo and everything. I I wouldn't be able to, to get the energy. Well, do you want to answer questions? Yeah, I'm getting. I'm still getting echo too. But Walt can answer not questions because I know Walt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, and we'll see what Walt has to say. And TJ's good too. <laughs> Let TJ jump in. TJ's got abilities. So those two, go ahead. Ask your question. Yeah. You guys hold on a minute. I'm bad at the board. Remember you guys, you have to remember. I think we drove them away. That was not the right answer. <laughs> I even volunteered. I even threw you guys over to reading. So um I think I even yeah. put a note on I went and put the show on, I think I told Daryl in this. And it got deleted. Yeah. And on one of the shows, I said, we're only taking readings regarding, not really readings, but questions 
like regarding, right, regarding the topic. The like if someone wants yeah. to call and ask me about a P, you know, something about PTSD or something, I'd be happy to tie it in with the topic. I guess is what I'm saying. But I, mm-hmm. this isn't a general reading um, show. All right. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Geraldine, is there anything you would like to talk about or share? Well, right now a lot of things are coming up for people. I, I have been nonstop for the last week. Um, people are in crisis, and a lot of people are in crisis concerning their major relationships or their key relationships in their lives. This is occurring because whatever is coming up needs to be addressed. So the worst thing you can do is try to ignore it or put your head down and wait out the storm. That's not going to work this time. So these are make-or-break moments for people. We're at a choice point. And we're either going to evolve or devolve. You want to evolve because we want to get somewhere. We want to grow. We want to get better and bigger and more prosperous and more abundant and happy and joyful. And the way to do that is to move forward. So when these things come up, the first thing that you need to remember is not to take whatever is happening personally, but you need to take personal responsibility when it's due. So listen to what your loved one is saying. And more than that, discern what your loved one is meaning. And what I mean by that is sometimes people come at us and they're angry and they're saying things that are kind of mean and going off about something, when in reality what they're meaning is, I don't want you to do that, you're scaring me. I'm afraid to lose you. I'm afraid you're going to get hurt, I'm afraid you're going to be sad, I'm afraid you're going to fail, whatever it is, look for the meaning behind their words. Or or maybe they're just freaking out because they just had a pet pass away or they're afraid because work is not going that well. Try and be a little more open to the full communication instead of judging the words verbatim. So that's that's my my piece of advice for today. I think that's really accurate and really important and dead on because um, all the readings I've been doing this week have been, a lot of them have been regarding relationships and love and all that kind of, so that's interesting that that's a consistent trend with the energy. We we might have a caller that may not run off. We'll see. Um, Area code 717, do you have a question or comment? Um, hi, Dr. K. Hi. 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 Um, you had been speaking, or um, you, all of you were speaking about um, energy vampires. And mm-hmm. for myself, I'm an empath. And um, like my daughter or the person I used to date or my father, different people at different times, I can feel their energy. I'll do the white light around me. I have the mm-hmm. paradox. Um, have different stones. Is there any other particular things that we can be doing? It seems that the energies are so intense, and when those folks seem to be going through their crisis, I pick it up and it. I feel tired. Or, can I feel you know, If somebody's lungs hurt from grief, then I feel the grief. That's the nature of being mm-hmm. attacked. I'm sorry. It is going to get, that is the nature of being an empath, and it's going to get worse. Okay. 
I'm just letting you know. Things are getting more intense. So basically, discernment is the key. When you okay. feel something and you know it's not yours, you say, is this mine? The answer is no or it's silence. You say, right. thank you for letting me know I no longer need to feel this. You can take it back okay. and just reverse the energy. It does not okay. harm anyone. It's just acknowledging that it's there because it wants you to know something and then letting it go. Um, okay. The peridot and the gemstones need to be cleansed daily. Okay. And are your gemstones programmed or or did you just clean them? Um, I've just cleaned them. Um, obviously, many times during the day, I ask for mm-hmm. the highest protection, mm-hmm. but I haven't done any verbal programming with them. Okay, so when you cleanse <laughs> them... Go ahead, did somebody else want to talk? No, I was just going to ask before you before you go right. on, which I think is awesome. I have got a great story about that too. Who who is calling? Who is this? This is um, Valerie Klaus. I'm from Pennsylvania, but I've relocated to. I know exactly who you are. Okay, I just wanted to know because I, I, I knew I knew I know energy, but I don't. I okay. Wow, I haven't talked to you in a long time. Thank you for calling. Okay, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry, Charlotte. Yeah, just and yeah, I just left Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Okay, I just left Lancaster, Pennsylvania. My primary clientele. Okay, yeah. my primary clientele are Ephrata, Blue Ball, a lot of Amish and Mennonite. But, um, yeah, I I can feel the different energies, and mm-hmm. if there's something with the programming I need to do um, d- different okay. times when I so feel I'm what I give feel, you a, and I'll talk I'm, back to their subconscious to try and let it go. But mm-hmm. I'm going to let you, I'm going to tell you a couple of things real quick. Okay. And then I'm going to recommend that you buy my book, Psychic Self-Defense. Uh, on okay. Kindle. Okay. So the easiest things are you, if you get the Peridot, you program it. You program it two ways. The way I have my rings and stuff programmed is if I rub it forward, then that is for um, prosperity, good marriage, that kind of thing, like happiness. If I rub it towards myself, then that is for protection. It blasts up the, the shield. You don't want to be shielded all the time because when you're shielded all the time, you trap stuff in with you, and then you're not able to release what you're putting in. The other thing is that when you you program your stones, ask them, of course, for your greatest good, which you said you do. But one of the things that I use is rose water. If you pick up rose water and you keep a bottle with you, you bless the bottle, Rose water is one of the highest vibrations on the earth right now, and it will get rid of just about everything. It's also really good for your skin, so you have that bonus. But you can spritz your stones with it, and it will clear them immediately. And you can spritz yourself around your head, wherever you're feeling the the pressure or the pain. Yeah, the head or the lungs, usually grief or just head stuff, yeah. Yeah. So you, you spritz the... the Rose water and it'll lift things up for you, so that'll make it easy. Another okay. quick thing you can do is sea salt. I take sea salt baths, or you can take a sea salt shower. Where you just take like enough sea salt in the palm of your hand, you put it on the top of your head, and you just stand under the water and you let it melt melt okay. on you. And that okay. also helps raise your vibrations and cleanses the aura. So there are okay. quick things that you can do. Okay, and is there when you were speaking about 
psychic vampire hires. Mm-hmm. I um I have one mentor that says, Hey, this individual that I consistently speak to is an energy vampire and mm-hmm. I'm not sure that the person is or isn't. Is there a mm-hmm. way other than the muscle testing? Because with the muscle testing, I feel like I get in my own way yeah. of, uh, of, okay, is this person really a psychic? You know, I don't feel that she would be aware that she is, but is there a way for me to discern that? Well, you know that she is. Okay. You already know that. That's not even like okay. a real question. You okay. know that because it okay. came up, your spirit guide told you, they showed you, you've experienced it more than once, and it is an unconscious thing. She is not doing it consciously. So what I've done when I have come across clients like that is if you make someone aware that they're doing that, they generally will change it. So you don't have to say, oh, you're killing me, you're taking the life right from me. You should just say, oh, you may want to cleanse your your aura a little bit and raise your vibration, and this is how you do that. Once they have their own source, once they can can pull energy from source instead of from other people, they will do that because it's a higher quality energy. So unless they're trying to manipulate, you know, you always it's like you always go for the good chocolate. You're not going to go for the for the cheap Easter candy chocolate. You're going to go for the good, you know, dove chocolate. Yep. Right. So. That's what I would recommend. It's it's just to bring her to a point where she's looking at cleansing her own aura and really um, uplifting her her energy and pulling her from source. Okay, yeah. There's different times I've done the cord cutting and stuff, and bam, she called. Um, Yeah. Or I've actually said to her, you know, so-and-so has said that this is what you're doing. And, of course, she totally denies it, and I don't want in the middle of this. At the same time, Mm -hmm. I wish to have my own energy. Thank you very much. (laughs) Well, and I feel like she has a lot of attachments, too. So she definitely needs, like, a full big-time clearing. But what you can do is after you've pulled cords and she's re-entered, as soon as you're talking to her, pull cords while you're talking to her. Okay. You know, push it back. I'm sorry, Walt. Go ahead. Oh, no. I, no, I wait. A, I want to uh, say one thing before Walt says something. But, Valerie, <laughs> you always greatly underestimate your own capability. And one way, because you know I'm a huge empath, like that's one of my first gifts that I was aware yeah, of when I was yeah, young, even though I had other like. gifts. Right, I know. Yeah. But one thing, as you use your skills and step into mm-hmm. them instead of shrink back, because you tend to – to step forward and then you fall back a little because I think sometimes you, and you've even developed more since I've talked to you, so sometimes you're like always seeking, never finding, but you're already more there than you think you are. So as you ramp up your empathic abilities, um, and my children are young and some of them are huge empaths, and they've had to learn how to even go to the grocery store. I mean, that's rough when you're young. And so oh, yeah. you, as you develop your abilities, you learn, I can choose. I can go to a whole restaurant. I can read every single person there. I can get crawl inside their body, and I can tell you what they think, what they feel, what's wrong with them physically. I can tell you their timelines. But they don't assault me 
their energy doesn't assault me. I choose. And I had a mentor where she would walk on a plane, and, and she saw energy like files. So it was like a file cabinet would appear, and she could just pull out files and read them about people. And as she walked by them, like all their files would appear. But she learned to shut that down because it's distracting and annoying. So as your gifts, as you walk in your gifts and use your gifts more and more, I think you'll find them a lot more um, manageable so you don't, you don't have to feel just because you're an empath. You can choose how to turn as you develop, and you know that, because I know we've talked about that before, your gifts on and off. And our show is already going over, so I'm going to wrap it up. But thank you so much for calling. I love you, Valerie. Thank cool. you for getting back in touch. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Hello? Yes. What were you going to say, Well, Oh, um, just just another way to, to for her to protect herself against um a psychic vampire that she knows who it is is and I had I had a similar situation where I was actually um being psychically attacked by somebody uh, an actual a coworker and what I would do is I I tried to surround myself in white light and I had all these protections and it still didn't work. He still was getting through. And so one day I decided, instead of sending a dark cloud over him like I was doing, I decided to send him light. And Mm -hmm. immediately his whole personality changed towards me. We actually, I mean, I'm talking seconds after I sent him light, maybe maybe a minute or two, he he came up to me and started talking to me. And Mm -hmm. And I'm the kind of person I'd rather have a friend than an enemy. So I was talking to him and I was just saying to myself, wow, how, how incredible is it that I sent good karma and good light towards this person that doesn't like me, and now he's actually starting to like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was just a, a complete reverse, um, I guess, you know, psychology, I guess, if you'd say, or reverse yeah, well, energy. Yeah, I'm sending, throwing white light at people <laughs> is actually the best thing to do. You just send love and light, and it usually does remedy a lot of the, the issues that are out there. It's beyond beyond amazing that it works. Because yeah. for weeks I was I was being psychically punished mm-hmm. by this person, and I just decided I changed everything. I actually <laughs> I actually bought a a book from the called Lightworker, and I opened it up, and it was missing the first thirty eight pages. Oh. Um, I called up a friend of mine, and and I went back got a new book. I called my friend up, and I said, Hey, I, you know, I bought this book, and it's missing the first thirty eight pages. And she said, What well, what does page thirty nine say? <laughs> and I was like, oh. So I looked at the book. It said, add light to your darkness, which is what it was about. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I mean, add light to my darkness? So I did. And it was just crazy yeah. that, it, that it, it worked. Awesome. That is awesome. Um, Geraldine, is there anything, uh, can you tell the listeners how to get a hold of you again? Like, I don't know, Facebook, I don't know if you have a Twitter, uh, your website. Uh, how can they get a hold of you after the show? I have everything. So, GeraldineStJoseph.com, G-E-R-A-L-Y-N, GeraldineStJoseph.com. If you just Google my name, a lot of it will come up. I do have several websites because I teach on several different subjects from parenting to relationships to um, demonology. And um, I do interweave a lot of Bible study into different things that I do. because I feel that people who study the Bible need to 
understand that what we're doing is not wrong. What the Bible says is that it brings things up and shows you how things can go awry, but it's not saying it's all bad. It's saying, you know, you need to do things in a certain way. Otherwise, it will backfire on you and, and it can be negative. So um, I am on Twitter, Geraldine St. Joseph. I'm on LinkedIn under my name again. Um, so just look up Geraldine St. Joseph and you'll find me all over the place. And I have several groups on Facebook. That'd be great. And I was just in an anthology, actually, that just was released that's really good called Women of Spirit. And that was released by Matrika Press. And you can find that on Amazon.com along with my other five books. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking your time. I know you're super busy like I am, and I appreciate you so much for taking your time and spending it with us tonight and um, helping out our listeners. Sure. Thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you for coming on. Okay. Thank you. Bye, Gerilyn. Thanks. Bye-bye. Wow, that was a full show. Yeah, I think it went it went very quick, didn't it? It did. It went it went quick. Um one of the things I wanted to talk about, she was talking about I think you guys were talking about gemstones. Uh, is that what um Yeah. Crystals. Uh you guys were talking about when Valerie caught it. Uh, I think you kind of went off, you guys went off on cleansing gemstones and stuff. It's really interesting because I have a bracelet that my daughter bought for me when she went to the Virgin Islands and it's a sterling silver bracelet and I wear it all the time. And one day my daughter came up to me, my one of my super plugged in gifted daughters, my 18-year-old Sarah, and she unplugged my bracelet. Well, not unplugged it, she unlocked it and it kind of snapped open. It wasn't off my wrist, but it snapped open. And I said, oh my gosh, don't do that. And you know why I said that? Because it felt so violating to my energy field. I didn't realize that someone had used my bracelet to get into my energy field. Isn't that interesting? Mm. We often think it's gemstones and things like that that need cleansed. So I had to put it in. I love this salt water. I Sea salt. It, oh, I use sea salt or Epsom salt. You can, you can just use any salt. You can use table salt if that's all you have. But I love the salt because, you know, she's like, Mom, you got to get that in salt water. And not only did I have to put it in salt water, I also added lavender. Um for, like, just neutralizing properties because that's what I felt led to add to the water. But what was so interesting is it had to go out in the sun and the moon. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. In order to get rid of the uh, energy because the person that came in through it was such a high frequency and a high-level energy worker that they knew, like, they knew how to get in. Like, there's no other way. They knew they had to get in through an object. They couldn't get directly into my energy field. So I had to get that clear. So there's a lot to this energy stuff that gets pretty complicated. Um, you just need to be really sensitive and aware of your items and objects and, you know, what doesn't, you know, feel right. And a big thing, you know, Valerie was talking about how to protect yourself against energy vampires. I don't sell it anymore. I used to, but I'm still a huge fan of Organite or Argon, and you guys can Google that, O-R-G-O-N-E, O-R-G-O-N-I-T-E. Huge, huge, huge fan. It's very effective against psychic attack, against um, radiation, against frequency waves that we're bombarded against in the environment and against programming. So big, big, huge fan. I could talk forever. Maybe we'll do a show on it sometime. Um, I used to sell it, but it takes a long time. It's really expensive to make. But um, I still use it. I still have it. And um, that's another thing you guys might want to explore. So I forgot a show that I was on, too. Um, There's actually a show that I'm going to be on after this one. And... Gosh, I'm so bad at names of shows. Um, I had a beautiful uh, hostess. TJ, are you still on? I'm I feel like everybody hung up after <laughs> Sarah <laughs> living up, and it's like the Walton Kim show. Are you still on, TJ? 
I, I'm here. I'm I'm happy to be here. Can oh, you hear okay. me? Yeah, I can hear you. I just wondered if while I look up the show, because um, I have to go into my email, if you would talk about the 21-day frequency program. Sure. So um, on Kimberly has been uh, promoting her 21-day Ma- uh, master frequency master program on a couple of her telesummits, and um, I'm very excited to be part of that um, as an attendee, actually. So what this is about is um, Kimberly is offering at a very low price uh, an opportunity to sample what she does and to learn from that yourself and actually pick up some of the skills that she does uh, offer um, in her programs. Uh, so what she is offering begins on May 7th. It is Frequency Master. It's a unique 21-day journey where you play in the frequencies that you choose. And that's very unique because Kimberly will direct the frequencies that she's so great at to exactly what you are needing. So what you get in this program is private online membership and twice-daily frequency transmissions at 9 a.m. and 8 p.m., specific frequency transmissions every day based on your response. You get to write down five things general or specific that you would like to see changed. Kimberly will then create actual frequency tracks based on those issues, and everyone in the class will receive all the tracks, unless, of course, you do not want to release yours. Other than that, everyone will receive all the energy frequency tracks, and that will add to the energetic contribution of everyone in the class. There's also four one-hour calls to share success stories, ask questions. And as we received earlier on in this program, (coughs) you receive um, live, powerful, and potent energy work from Kimberly. There's two one-and-a-half-hour Q&A calls to ask all your questions and share your experiences that you're having during the program. And um, this is pretty special. Kimberly is offering 24-7 access to her personal email where she will answer all your questions. She's also going to be um, sharing with us sneak peeks of her new products, videos, program discounts, and lots of other yummy treats as she describes them. Now, if you sign up for this before April 15th, she's offering it at the unbelievable price of $157. After April 15th, it's still very affordable at $197. Uh, Kimberly is looking, uh, she is promoting that on her Facebook pages, Dr. Kimberly or and Kimberly McGeorge, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge or Kimberly McGeorge on Facebook. You can also go to her website, Kimberly McGeorge. If you want other um, information around that, you can email Kimberly at support at KimberlyMcGeorge.com. I'm really excited for this to start, Kimberly. You see why I have TJ on the show? All she's like, she sounds like up. a professional woman. She's like, yeah, I want it. Uh, I found the name of the show. It actually airs, okay, 6 p.m. Pacific time, so that's nine o'clock. So uh, nine o'clock Eastern time. I'm actually on video, so don't watch. Um, CarlyAlyssaThorn.com, Rebirth of Self with Dr. Kimberly. So that is the blog. What's her actually a blog post? On the Blog Talk Radio, I think you could type in my name and my shows will come up. But um, so, but I think it's like a video on her blog. I'm not sure. But anyway, so that's going to air live. Uh, oh no, it's called Straight Talk with Carly Alyssa Thorne. Um, but it is on Blog Talk and it's on a bunch of other networks. But anyway, that's going to happen at nine o'clock shortly after this show. And you guys are probably like, if this show <laughs> ever ends. So I'm trying to think what else. A lot came up while she was talking, and I kind of want to go back and talk about it. Um, I agree with a lot of what was said about um, 
pendulums and Ouija boards, and I, I'm not a big fan of Ouija boards. I agree with what she said about lower energies. However, I believe that we've been given tools and that if you are connected with amazing energy and you do have, um, you know, the highest intent, I believe things like a pendulum can be so helpful and applied kinesiology. I think you heard Valerie talk about that and said she wasn't confident in that. But if you do get confident in some of these tools, like I'm super confident in applied kinesiology, it becomes just a tool like a, like a hammer or a spade that you dig in the garden with, like it becomes just that easy to pick up and use, and it doesn't become this big debatable process where you have to weigh light and darkness, and you just use it. It's just a neutral tool. So it's the tool, how it's used in the hand. Um, I often say the difference between me and other people that uh, say that they do what I do, it's like, okay, I'll hand you a rusty knife, and, you know, they can go to town, or you can hand me the scalpel, and, you know, I'll do a really good job. So, you know, it's kind of the same thing with a tool. A tool is neutral. It's whose hand it's in and how masterfully you, you wield that tool that makes the difference. What are your thoughts on that, TJ or Walt? Well, I'm interested in why um, Walt asked the question about the pendulum board. Is that what, the, is that what you asked? Yeah, about? I, I, had, yeah. It's, I, had, I had somebody um, that I was helping who made a pendulum board to talk to spirits that they thought were in their house. And so that that was my my question. My first instinct was like, no, don't don't even. You don't want to talk to anything in your house. <laughs> you know, yeah. you want to keep your house completely neutral. If there's something going on, you don't talk about it in your house. Talk about it outside your house if you have to. You just, um, you know, don't give any energy to what's in your house if, if it's paranormal and you want it, especially if you want it gone. You know, if it's something else, then that's a different story. But um, that's why I asked that question because it was something that these people made that were very, very good friends of mine, and I didn't, I personally didn't approve, and I, and I, I think they may have been a little upset that, that I said that, but <laughs> I was just showing, you know, what I was getting from it. That's all. Mm-hmm. So they in effect I, just created their own Ouija board, and I, that's, that's what I, that's what I took it. Yeah, yeah, and and so I even had a I used to have a pendulum. I still have it, and um, I, when I bought it from the store, it wouldn't work. I reggied it, and then it started working. And one day, I, I came into my office, and I saw it was wrapped around a hanger and broken. Hmm. And I was like, how did this happen? <laughs> and somehow no one in my house knew how it happened, but I just thought it was kind of odd that it, it broke. So my, my feeling was for me not to use it, so I just... I still have it it's in my uh in a drawer somewhere, but I decided that it's not for me. you're talking about a pendulum? Well Yeah, just a regular pendulum. I mean and I never use it for anything other than making a spin. You know what I mean? I never ask questions. I'll tell you never... one thing I loved that she said. I mean I loved, I loved, I loved. I loved what she said about Ouija boards and uh, lower frequency ener- energy. Um I don't really want to say too much about this on the show because it's really a whole other topic. But I always say, oh, gosh, I don't even know if I should say this. I just said this to my daughter the other day. Like, everybody claims, I'm just going to give you an example, a random example. Okay, so there are, like, thousands, are you hearing me? Thousands of people around the world that claim to channel Mary Magdalene. How the heck can you channel Mary Magdalene at the same time and say completely opposite things? Like, 
a lot of times these are lower-level spirits totally having fun at your expense and making a fool out of you. I mean, and people build whole businesses on this. And I'm not even going to comment on, on the obvious question, which is, can you channel Mary Magdalene? I'm not even going to go there, because that's probably a very controversial other show, three-hour show, maybe a six-hour show, <laughs> maybe the end of our show. But, um, you know, <laughs> I don't think people are very logical, you know, when they think about it. And and I like, one thing I like about Walt is Walt is cautious and Walt is energy sensitive. And you do, like you, that happened, that's kind of a wake-up call. You're like, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe maybe other energies were using this, you know, in my life or in my, I just think it was really wise that you paid attention is what I'm trying to say. It's like a weird, twisted, backhanded compliment around the barn type thing. But, um, so I loved, you know, what she said about that. Um, as far as being an empath, and, and while you're you're somewhat of an empath, wouldn't you say? Somewhat, yeah, very much. That's what I mean. That's why I said it like that because, yeah. you know, I know you are. But, um, you know, I know that has plenty of remain abilities, but I feel you've really mastered and brought your abilities. I wish you would have spoken up more with Valerie because Valerie has very strong abilities and she's very gifted and she doesn't walk in them. And I wish that you had spoken up more and shared maybe how you've mastered because I believe that you have – kind of control over your abilities. I don't feel like you allow your yeah, abilities. Yeah, I, I, so. I, I really do. I mean, I, I I deal with a lot of negativity a lot, and so I know how to just just shrug it off and throw it away. Like, it doesn't, it just bounces off of me. I don't feel it. I don't notice it. Do you agree with what I say, that that people assume when you're an empath that that you ha- that you get pulled into people or that you get pulled into those feelings? And really being an empath is it does it has nothing to do with that. It's just how you read energy. Being an empath means how you read energy and what type of energy you read. How you control that is as varied as the many people as there are on the earth. And I and I want to make that point really clear. We we put this label empath and people automatically think, Oh my gosh, it's such a horrible ability. Oh my gosh, you must suffer. And you know you can, but I'm going to throw out to you to consider the possibility that that's a choice that you suffer as an empath, and that with the proper guidance and stepping into those abilities that you can you can be the, I'm just going to say it, a kick, because it's my show, because I can, you can be a kick-ass empath, you know? You can. You can master that, and you can monetize that, and you can use it to help people, and it does not have to cost you one sleepless night, you know, but it doesn't mean that you can't feel empathy and compassion and, and use that, but it doesn't have to control you. And that is one of the most mistalked about, in my opinion, abilities that people have. I think that is so mislabeled and kind of harshly and negatively mislabeled, wouldn't you say? I I would totally agree with that, yeah. it's it's It almost sounds like, I, I don't it almost sounds crazy, like, oh, you're crazy. You know, you got this and that's happening to you. So you have to learn how to control that or people will think you're crazy and really it doesn't matter what people think anyway, but just for your own knowledge, you should you should really con- control the best that you can. And the more you control, the, the, more, the, the better you get at it. So you're not letting it take over your situation. You know, I, I remember walking into an arcade on the boardwalk and I immediately felt sick to my stomach. And it was because of all of the greed, <laughs> and the, it was just so it was just a bad energy place, and I had to get out. But at least I controlled it, and it was just it was just lower forms of energy in there, and it was it was very dirty, and it was just I had to get out. <laughs> but at least I knew not to stay in there. 
Right, and I think we can use those skills, and we all have that intuition or those intuitive skills. We all have the ability to read energy. It's funny, though, because, and I shared this story, I think, on another show, I'm not sure, but um, I disagree that all of our strong, I mean, we all have different abilities and different levels of abilities and different gifts, and I believe each person that is alive today, including every single one of you that will ever listen to the show, is placed on this earth for a reason. You weren't born by accident. You weren't born at the wrong time. You weren't born at the wrong place. You weren't born to the wrong parents. I believe you have a powerful purpose. Now, your powerful purpose may not be the same as mine or TJ's or Walt's, but but it's important, and, and you are there to affect your environment where you have been placed in your situation. Can you choose to step into gifts and abilities? Yes. You may never be an empath. You may never um, have that, that same skill set, but you have other abilities, and you can awaken many of these abilities. But still, there, there's a misconception in consciousness today that everybody has all abilities. Well, that's not true. Everybody can open their abilities, and it's like the piano. I can teach you and TJ in one hour how to play the piano. I guarantee you one of you will be better than the other. Why? Because one of you will have a stronger ability. So you can teach some of these skills, but a mastery is somewhat of a gift, in my opinion. Any thoughts on that? TJ, you're being awful quiet. Well, I, I'm just in awe. I love listening to both of you. Um, I, so when you're talking about mastering, oh, that does make sense. So that there's different gifts out there, and so I don't need to beat myself up because I'm trying to master a gift that I'm probably never meant to master. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, and don't pay. Okay, there's some, there's the people out there that are selling classes. They're saying everybody has the gift of healing. Really? Yeah. That's so interesting yeah. to me. What the heck would we do in a world where everybody had the gift of healing? Who would need healed? It doesn't make logical sense. It's not true. Everybody does not have a gift of healing. Everyone may have the ability to learn to be a doctor or to learn to be an energy worker, but I've worked with many, many people, and you know what? They've taken classes for me. You know what they've realized? You know what? This isn't for me. Like, I'm struggling. Like, this is painful. Like, this doesn't feel good. And I'm like, that's because... You're a freaking psychic in an energy healing class. Do you see that? You, you guys see what I'm saying? Like your ability is your third eye is blazing wide open, but you don't know how to move energy up through your body and and affect change on matter. And it, and can we teach that? Absolutely, I can teach that. But not everyone's going to be wickedly, amazingly powerful at it. Just like I'm not. My children will tell you I'm horrible at directions. Like, I mean, I'm horrible. I'm horrible. I'm horrible at certain things. You know, um, I'm trying to think of other things I'm horrible at. Um, (laughs) I'm probably horrible at a lot of things, you know, but we all just have our abilities. And so I, I think we do a disservice when we say everybody's an energy healer. Everybody's a psychic. Everybody, really, I just don't see that as true in the real world. I mean, do you guys? I think everybody can learn to be an energy healer or a psychic or whatever. I mean, that's just me, but I don't think everyone is going to be as good as someone who has a gift already that is already, you know, I'm no, uh, you know, whatever, the Long Island medium, I'm not as good as her, but I can, I still can talk to, you know, people who have, who have passed on. And I don't even know, in some cases, I wonder if I'm talking to them or if I'm reading the person somehow to the other, you know, the person that's asking me, you know, I, I don't know. But but I know that I, I never used to do it, and all of a sudden now it's coming to me, and it's 
I, I must have opened something up in my brain that, that allows me to, to do it a lot better than I used to. It's an interesting debate that we could talk about <laughs> all night. All right. For, I ahead. just want to real quickly thank Walt. My, one of my biggest takeaways from this um, show tonight, Walt, was when you were the victim of an energy vampire in your place of employment and you decided to direct light to that person and you saw such immediate results on that. That really speaks to me. That's how I'm approaching events in my life right now. And thank you for sharing that with everyone who's listening tonight because that really reminded me to step fully into that same thought. And so thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you for being on the show. I thought that was nice, too. Although, a word of caution, we are dealing with what I call high-level um, people that can manipulate energy, that is not necessarily effective because they can block that. But that, Ty, that's advanced. Stuff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just, it's, it's good karma for you as a person. Instead of throwing daggers and the black cloud like I was putting. Oh over no, a you should never do that. I, I totally agree I, with yeah, you but, about but, that. You, know, you, you, it's a human nature. You know what I mean? To, to want to, you know. To feel like, oh my God, this person's just like attacking me, and I'm going to attack them back. And they were getting stronger, and here I was just throwing out, you know, these these boomerang uh, double-edged swords that were coming back and getting getting me. So I decided to change it up and throw white light on them and surrounded him in white light, and and I did it from a pure intention of wanting to help him, and he completely changed. It wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just, oh, I'll do it because it's going to make me better. I really wanted him to be better as as a person. And so that's that's where I think it works the best. It's kind of like karma. You don't expect something to happen. <laughs> you don't expect because you did something good or bad. That made no sense, but we will close the show on that, Brandon. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I understood what you were saying, Walt, so maybe I should be worried. TJ, <laughs> you're on the like, same thing. <laughs> no, I got the white light thing. I see it that last comment. I was like, wait a minute. No, well, you should expect yeah. the result because energy has an effect on matter. But anyway, that's another show. So, okay. Um, so, Walt, tell everyone how they can find you. Well, this is interesting because right before the show started <laughs> – I set up a a Facebook like page just so I can send out some uh you know positive messages now and then um maybe help people but it is just Walt Laskowski on Facebook and it's a like page. Um no That's one has cool, liked Walt. it so far. <laughs> no one has liked it Wait, so far. I, I didn't even know it exists. You need to like tell people well, because post I, it on your just, other one or whatever and I just I'll look did at it. Five it. Minutes um, before the show started. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. TJ, how about you? How can we get a hold of you? Oh, you know, I, I'm still under the radar here, so if anybody had a burning desire to talk with me, they could go to support <laughs> at KimberlyMcGeorge.com. You're hilarious. I'll hook you guys. I'll hook you guys up. So, um, like I said, did I ever say, did I finally say the name of the show right that I'm on after this show? I'll post a link on um, social media about that. But anyway, I'm on a show after this one. It's pre recorded. But. Um, fantastic, and I want you guys to know we're probably going to be going to a Google Hangout format, video format, so I'm not quite sure if the show will be live or not, and I have no idea who we're having on. Do you, Walt, <coughs> next week? Um, well, we, not next week. 
What is next week? No, um, the one guest that I wanted to get on will have to be recorded, so. Uh, okay, that's fine. That's good because we yeah. can do a Google Hangout. I'm all about Google Hangouts. It's my new obsession. But we will definitely have something wonderful and amazing and controversial and to get you guys thinking and to open up your energy field to possibility. We will definitely have something here for you um, next week. And as soon as I know what it is, I will promote it, <laughs> whatever that may be. So do you guys have any final thoughts? No, just thanks for having uh, having me on again. And TJ, you did awesome, actually. Very, very, uh, very professional. You did a great job. <laughs> well, thank and, you, um, Walt. I, I appreciate <laughs> that coming from a professional like you. Yeah, non-professional. You guys but, uh, are making me feel a little sick, so I'm going to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like this love Walt, TJ Love fest going on. I love here. you, Walt. So, um, I love you, Walt. I'm going to get man. my guitar. I'm <laughs> Well, thank you. I want to thank you guys. I love your energy. I love your input. Thank you, as always. Thank you for finding our guests for the show. Uh, Walt, I appreciate it. Thank you for uh, giving up your time. I know you're busy, too. So with that, uh, much love to everyone, and we will see you next week. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good night. Thanks for listening to Happy Secrets Every Day with Dr. Dr. Kimberly and George. Every Wednesday night, you can send us on from 7 to 8 p.m. on Block Talk Radio.